it is your girl, April Squires. Don't laugh at me, Abby. And we are back for another week of Sunday sessions. Emphasis on your sesh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's already been revealed. Abby is our guest again this week. What's up, you guys? We are back. And like we said, every episode, we're better than ever. We are just now recovering from some birthdays. April's always been a busy month for us. April is always a very busy month. And it's like everyone's finishing school. Like all the girls are done exams now. Um, we got two birthdays in the friend group this month. It's crazy. It's it's also, I feel like April's, everyone's just very chaotic. It's just the time of year. It's a chaotic time of year. <laughs> Spring is in the air, you know. The birthdays are happening. So for the beginning of the month, uh, we kind of kick off the birthday celebrations with our good friend HP, old Heather Pike, down in Plush Sunshine. <laughs> that is in Newfoundland. Uh, may or may not want to go there. That is totally up to you. <laughs> <laughs> good dance parties. Uh, and so we started off the little birthday. We had a big old sleepover, which is kind of what we like to do for birthdays. We then cute and wholesome, cute and wholesome. Get up, get a coffee, do the damn thing. Went out to this really cute little tea place. I can't remember what it was called. You know what it's called. <laughs> I got you, Abby. <laughs> that little place was called Little Cup of Seed. <laughs> yeah. That is a really cool place. I think they're located out in Colliers, which is like not even that far. Less than an hour if you're in St. John's area. You guys should totally check them out. They do have an Instagram page. Uh, the girl that has uh, set it up. It's so cozy. It's so cute. Like nautical theme, little cabin in the woods, have some tea, little wood stove. It was adorable. It was perfect. It was adorable. It was perfect. Saw some icebergs, did a little polar dip. We almost heavy <laughs> stepped on a dead bird. I did. I forgot all about that. We were on the beach and I was like, I almost slipped and I was like, what the fuck? And there's a dead like loon or something on the beach. <laughs> Shit, my bad. There was lots of icebergs on the little beach. So we I actually went in like up to my knees trying to yank one in, but she was too heavy for me. They're thick. The best thing about that, it took it took very little convincing to get, to, to get Abby to go out into the ocean and get a, try to snag a piece of iceberg. It was so close, but you know what they say: the only ten percent of the iceberg is visible; the rest is underneath. So didn't know what I was getting myself into. So we done that. Slipped on some birds, got some icebergs, uh, drove it to Collier's. No big deal. We then proceeded to. We, we decorated the house, had a black and gold themed house party. Just the girls had a big old sleepover. And then, yeah, April's been kind of crazy. And then we had April's birthday last weekend where we went to the keg, got all nice and fancy. Super do. nice. Yeah. Got some steaks, little blue cheese crust on that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, decided to go out to the new club, Osh. Yeah. <laughs> Oish. Oish. Super good. Had a couple dances. There's a live band. It's super cool. It's going to be open all summer long for anyone looking to check it out. Staff was super great. Drinks were really good from what we can remember. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. It's been a good time. We've actually been meaning to record for a long time. Like, literally every day we're like, uh, podcast. And then we're just like, it just wasn't in the cards until today. And April's leaving to go to the airport in like two hours. And we were like, we got to bang it out before you go. So... <laughs> I'm like, I don't have my suitcase packed. My emails aren't finished. I don't have anything done, but we're going to record an episode. We're going to do a podcast. (laughs) That's how dedicated we are to our art. (laughs) And basically, so over the past week, we were kind of talking about consciousness and wondering about how people kind of wonder. And we were saying how crazy and rare it is that we are here on this earth. And kind of Abby, last episode, you kind of talked about, you know, the chances of being here. Yeah. And I guess we were like, Yeah, talking about kind of expanding on what we were talking about last week. 
because it was kind of interesting getting into those like deep chats about the meaning of life and all that bullshit. (laughs) All that jazz. (laughs) I guess like what I was kind of saying last time, like feeding into that, you know, you're, you're on, you're on this planet because of a sperm fertilizing an egg. And the reason why you're that happened in the first place is millions and millions of years of evolution. We came from like single cell organisms and now we're human beings. Like that is just so crazy when you think about it, especially when you're smoking weed, thinking about it and chatting about it. It's like, holy fuck. I made up of DNA and little things. I keep doing shit all day long. It's crazy. Like evolution is super, super crazy. Evolution is super crazy. And just how there's parts of DNA, like similar DNA and basically everything throughout life. Yeah. And like, so how is it that we started on earth? as like single cell organisms and cells themselves are like extremely complex. Like there are so many mechanisms going on in a cell at all times. You know, we evolved from that over like millions of years into these like complex humans that have like thoughts and feelings and like, you know, millions and millions of cells working together literally just to keep you alive. And yeah, like what you were saying, DNA material, like we have a genetic material that in our cells that produce proteins that literally do everything in our whole entire body. They're the reason why we exist. And it's just like breaking all those things down is very, it's like, (laughs) it's like, exactly. It's fucking mind blowing. That's what it is. You can't think about it too long because it's too fucked up. Like even just like saying how, like before, like how creatures went from ocean, like water to land and the development of eyesight. And yeah, like that is, it's just so everything keeps getting slowly better and it keeps evolving until eventually you get to something that's less hairy, uh, can see on land and has, you know, thumbs. Uh, yeah, you know, thumbs. <laughs> thumbs are so important. <laughs> Sorry for anyone out there without thumbs, but you know how important they were, once were. Thumbs are very important. Just kidding. But no, absolutely. Like that's that is so fucked. Then you're trying to go, so there's all that. And then you're trying to think about, okay, so now that we've made it to humans, now we're all com- like contemplating what is the purpose in life? How did that happen? How the fuck did that happen? Like, it's so crazy. Well, we were kind of talking about, for example, uh, bets and them, you know, using echolocation or insects yeah. using, uh, using that as opposite as a defense, uh, kind of get away from predators and, and things like that. It's super interesting. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like... At- you know, obviously, at one point, we were just responding to external to your environment, to your environment. That's all your life was kind of based out of. And then exactly we were kind of thinking about where do you how did we go from just defending ourselves and reproducing to thinking, hey, well, literally to thinking like, yeah, to, th- to, <laughs> to literally to, to, to thinking, to thinking, <laughs> hey, girl, hey, girl, hey, hey girl, because like that is that's the thing, like animals, like even if you're looking at bugs and like invertebrates or whatever, like animals or living things that have a nervous system but just because you have a nervous system doesn't mean that you have thoughts like if a moth is flying away from a bat is it thinking oh shit that bat gonna get me i better run and hide no what's happening is that it has sensors on its body that responds to the echolocation and therefore programs its wings and body to fly in the direction that is opposite of where the where they're detecting the signal so it's all evolutionary mechanisms that are based on you know the darwinism like survival of the fittest it's like different qualities and traits that have been that stay or get removed from a population based on whether or not it's evolutionarily favorable and uh you know moths that could detect echolocation was super hella (laughs) 
hella favorable. Big fuck you to the bats. <laughs> but it's so interesting how like animals like and species co-evolve like that because then bats have also evolved ways to understand and like maneuver that as well. So it's like really interesting. And then it's like at one point, like, does a bat, a bat is a mammal. Is a bat consciously thinking, damn, I'm hungry, better go snag some moths. Or is it just like, is it just like normal, like, you know, naturally instinctual, the body is running out of energy. So it's, it just goes and gets a moth. Like, is there a thought process? And how complicated is that thought process? Well, it's kind of cool. Like adaptable, favorable traits is what, yeah. swing, is what wins best, you know? What yeah. I mean? And like even the change of wingspan yeah. and like being able to fly and kind of walk. Absolutely. Like, that shit is all crazy to me. Even the earthworms, they were fucking... <laughs> They were inventing hooks and shit. Like, they were on top of their game. Like, these weird fucking animals, like marsupials. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, Australia is like its own, like, because I guess it was kind of like isolated, geographically isolated, because it's like an island. The animals just kind of did their own fucking thing. Marsupials are so weird. Like, kangaroos and like sugar gliders and stuff, they, they give birth to like underdeveloped fetus. And then the fetus grows outside of the body and develops in the pouch, which is just so, it's just such a weird, like, it's just such a weird thing. And like platypus, what the fuck is that? Harry the platypus? A platypus is a mammal that lays eggs, but it's a mammal because it produces milk. <laughs> and it's venomous. It is. Apparently, they're super fucking dangerous. <laughs> do not pet them. If you are there, do not pet them. <laughs> like, it's so fucked. Like a giraffe. Have you seen one of those before? Like, how does that work? It's like, yeah, it makes sense for me to have a neck that is like 10 feet tall so that I can get leaves on the top of the tree. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, all the other creatures don't need those leaves. Only the giraffes. <laughs> and this special leaf is for me and my mm -hmm. long ass neck. Only me can get it because only I can reach. <laughs> it's yeah. just very it's so cool and it's like at one point and this is the other thing too about like back to the moths you know a pet moth would be cool but like having like pets my whole life like i've always had cats and dogs living with an animal like there's no way our dogs don't have like thoughts and feelings absolutely like there's no way like they know who i am they know who you are they know the difference between different people they know they have feelings they have different emotions they react to their environment they know when you're happy, mad, yeah. sad. They can pick up on that. Are you kidding me? Super interesting, too, when people have, like, cats that go on, like, pal-to-peer wards and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, cats fucking know which people are going. I saw an episode of 60 Minutes or something like that. And it was, like, a therapy... I think it was a therapy dog. And it lived in a hospice wing. And it would, as you're dying and your body is kind of shutting down, you're releasing different hormones, different whatever. And dogs can smell that. And cats can probably smell that too. And then this dog would go into the room and just be with the patient in their last moments and just comfort them. And I was just like, what the fuck? Crying in the club over here. Like, No, but I, I'm one of those people that goes down those Facebook like rabbit holes of all like the dogs getting rescued in like Costa Rica. Abby cries silently every night. So we were talking about, yeah, so we were talking about how cool evolution is. Obviously, we think it's interesting and awesome. But we we're also kind of thinking about what is consciousness? Where did kind of consciousness come from? And we we're talking about the stoned ape theory. Yeah, which is super fucking interesting. Yeah, Terrence McKenna, stoned ape theory. As we were evolving from like monkeys, primates, human evolution, there was a point in the in evolution, which I did some research in <laughs> I ain't done some research just for you guys. 
There was a point in the evolution where, like, as we were becoming homo sapiens, there was kind of a jump. We became better hunters. We became smarter. We became, we had increased, like, visual and auditory, like, acuity. Our societies became more complex, like, social structures and culture. Um, We were making calendars. We were having, like, religious rituals. We were cultivating language. We were, like, communicating. And the brain also, like, tripled in size and went through a very rapid increase in cortical in your cortex which is kind of your conscious thought your like decision making your planning your organizing the amount of time that that happened in between like we we went from like dragging our knuckles on the floor to like as like apes then we then we became upright then we became homo sapiens in between like being upright homo erectus and homo sapiens i don't know how many millions of years that was But that jump was like insane. It's like, what happened? How did we evolve so much in that time? And the theory that Terrence McKenna has, a stoned ape theory, is that it's come from magic mushrooms, like psilocybin mushrooms. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's exactly what happened. You don't got to tell me. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I am convinced that that is what happened. Different, deeper thoughts and things like that. And we were talking about how different Aboriginal groups or just different ancestral um, communities and different things like that, how they use plants and herbs and different things like that for medicine, for healing, Absolutely. for rituals, and how they really know how to cultivate and cherish and really nurture these these different plants and herbs so that they can be used in positive ways. Yeah. It's so interesting to me because especially like I studied neuroscience in school and I learned a little bit about how different drugs affect the brain and like drugs and behavior. But psilocybin is really interesting because it it literally makes you learn. It creates new pathways. It connects areas of your brain that don't normally have a lot of I guess, like communication and it increases communication in one areas and it can decrease communication in other areas, which is why it's like literally learning. It can be used to shape you and help you, especially if you're doing it in like a a controlled and a safe way. The results for like depression, anxiety, even like complicated things like eating disorders and like personality disorders and trauma and like all that stuff, like it is very... It's been shown to have a lot of effect on those things, but it's considered so dangerous according to like the law, I guess, that it's like a dangerous drug that it people can't really do a lot of research on it. So the research on it is limited. So, you know, don't take my word for gospel. I have a degree in neuroscience. Don't make me a scientist though. I wish it did. (laughs) I wish it did. Hopes and dreams. I don't know everything. But all I know is that it's cool and I believe it. (laughs) I think it's interesting too because there's lots of documentaries and stuff on Netflix that talk about how people were kind of using, you know, obviously we don't recommend any of this. It's just stuff we watch like acid, LSD and mushrooms was a really big thing, you know, coming up through. And then as the studies and stuff were going on about it and people were trying to understand it better, it basically got the big thumbs down. It basically got shut down and it became this like super high class, like not kind of kind of drug. And recently uh, we were watching some other documentaries about high class, not kind of drug. You shake that finger. You don't do drugs. Don't that mushroom. I did dare. But let's we can compound all these synthetic <laughs> drugs and you can do those. But that's that's another topic. See, that's a whole other thing. And that's the other thing about magic mushrooms or like psilocybin mushrooms that is interesting, too, is that 
from like a neuroscience perspective, it does a very similar thing as an SSRI, which is a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, which means it blocks the reuptake in your synapse, allowing the serotonin to continuously stimulate the next neurons. And that's exactly what magic mushroom does as well. But it works like insanely better and more found long-lasting results than taking like Lexapro or Zola. And it's coming from the earth. Like it's, it's well, a, exactly. This is, this is a, something that's been used for literally millions of years. So the evolu- it's, the, it's funny to think of evolution and everything coming from, you know, the same cells, the same beginnings and stuff like that. So eating something that comes from where everything started and using that in a natural way to help the cells that have naturally been around forever in your body is crazy. And the other thing too about the stoned ape theory, which is one of the reasons why I think it's a pretty interesting and like very plausible theory is that if you're looking at the evolution of fungi and mushrooms, specifically psilocybin mushrooms, the evolution of those mushrooms also coincided with the evolution of homo sapiens, which also coincided with the domestication of cattle and livestock and the mushrooms were growing in the dung of the livestock and humans were interacting a lot more with manure and livestock or whatever and then humans were interacting more with i guess like livestock and dung or whatever so humans i guess were interacting more with manure and whatever and the mushrooms were that was a environment that cultivated that to evolve and grow so it's it that also is interesting how those two events kind of coincided in history too like it's a very very interesting theory and especially knowing like what i've learned about drugs and stuff in school but also just from my own research it's it's very plausible to me that that is what kind of sparked the transition into neurological sophistication that humans have what are the real bad risks you know of like following up with like of taking mushrooms and things like that and why all of a sudden it was kind of shut off and made into made into there was this notion around it that you would go crazy and people were out of their minds and stuff like that but they were talking about using it in a ritual way and you know setting yourself up for success when you do it and stuff like that and it's about healing and to growing and it's not to be abused things like that too right absolutely we're also talking about how there are different documentaries coming up lately on netflix um basically about people's mushroom trip stories and saying how different places were using we're trying to come up with a bill and get it passed and i can't specifically remember the name of it but basically it should be legal to use natural plants and herbs for medicine basically and and allowed to grow so much so it's funny now because you see a lot more places like Vancouver and places like that where you can get like a coffee and some mushrooms and like you can sit down and like it's normalized it's and decriminalized. It's, it's decriminalized in a way that you're not going to immediately go to jail for having, you know, a couple of mushrooms on you now. So it's it's yeah. interesting and I'm I'm super excited to see where these studies and the research go and using these more natural herbs and and different things like that to better people's lives and to do real healing and talking about if it helps expand our minds and neuroplasticity you know i think there's like endless possibilities with the body with healing and stuff like that now obviously i do agree in like modern medications for like other things and that obviously but like with like actual like soul healing and spiritual healing i think that can do wonders for humanity. the brain is so powerful like the brain people don't even realize i mean the placebo effect in general is in, is insane 
Like, if you just think about what that means, you believing in something actually proves to have an effect on your body to the point where like they have to do a control for it when they do any sort of like scientific testing in terms of especially with like drug testing or whatever, like they have a control group with a placebo because they know that giving somebody a pill is going to cause an effect regardless of what it is. If I give you a pill and say this will make you smarter, it's going to make you a little bit smarter if you believe that. It's the placebo effect. It's a thing. It's so fucked when you think about it. I'm not disputing modern medicine and modern at all. And I also am not condoning drug use. You're taking a little bit of mushrooms and doing some journaling. (laughs) And it's like, it depends on what the intention is too. But the other thing also not to like say or to discredit is that like, it's not for everybody either. And it's not going to help everybody. And it it depends on your situation. And I'm not condoning the use of it either. I'm not saying that that's what's going to that's the answer to all your problems. I know people who have done mushrooms who have had horrible experiences don't want to discredit that. Like it's a very, it's a, it's a powerful drug. And it also, it's a, it puts you in an altered state of consciousness. It's a hallucinogenic. You trip the fuck out. That's what happens. So it's like, it can be dangerous if you're in public, if you're, you know, close to a cliff. I don't know. Like it has their dangers involved with being in an altered state of mind. With everything in life, it's about what you take away from those experiences. And it's about doing them in a safe way. Harm reduction. Absolutely. And guys, these are just the things we've been thinking about lately. <laughs> Just a few little thoughts up there. Just to name a few. And we kind of just wanted to hop on and do just kind of dive into it because I'm I'm interested in what other people are thinking about this now. Like, obviously, it's kind of blown up a little bit and want to see where it goes. I'm really interested in it because, you know, if it's about healing people, doing it safely and effectively, yeah. I think we should. Why wouldn't we dive into it? And also thinking about you know, let's just say greater intelligence, like let's just talk about aliens light years ahead of us Mm -hmm. in technology and different things like that. I wonder, you know, if we're actually trying to heal and grow and be better people, if this breakthrough in medicine, where will that lead to our intelligence? Yeah. Well, you know what, guys, we would like to thank you for kind of tuning into this episode. Uh, It's only short and sweet. We just wanted to put our ideas out here before I left. I'm not going to be home for 12 days. Abby has to be a big girly. I know. Two half a brain cells each are not going to be able to function without each other. So I am going to be a big girl. Abby's going to get on her fucking bullshit. She's going to be a chain bitch by the time I get home. She's going to keep thinking about the stone ape theory. I know. It's going to drive me nuts. It's going to just keep thinking about it. It's It's just very interesting. Like what's interesting too, I enjoy like thinking about these kind of topics and like talking about these kind of topics because life can be fucking crazy and the news is insane and politics is crazy way too many topics to cover there are so many things we can talk about like we will be on this podcast for literally hours talking about everything that we ever want to say me and april have a lot of shit to say we have a lot of things we want to call it here what i like about these topics is that even though these are like crazy outlandish not, not, not even necessarily outlandish but complex complex like theories they're interesting to discuss. There's not necessarily a right or wrong answer. It's just like, what do you think about this? Like, you know, we exist on this planet. Why? How? Who, what, where, when, why? That's just really interesting to me. Like, sometimes it's okay to like, take a step back. The little things that are going on in your life, the little tiny little things that are just keeping you in your head or just like whatever, and take a step back and be like, do you know what? Nothing fucking matters. 
because I'm just a whole bunch of cells that evolved and here I am. Puts things into perspective for me. And some people find it really scary and they are like, this is, they can't wrap their head around it. And like, neither can I, don't get me wrong. For some reason, like, this is what grounds me is remembering that I mean nothing. <laughs> no, but like, you so humble. <laughs> but like, remembering that the fact that I'm on earth right now is so rare and so like my existence is so rare like the fact that you exist the fact that you're listening to this a very rare like congratulations congratulations for making it like you've made it like we're talking like millions of years of evolution and then we're also talking about millions and millions of like the generations of people and sperm fertilizing eggs over like grandparents great grandparents great great grandparents that made you you made a baby you are on earth you ever feeling sad just listen to abby you ever feeling sad just remember that you were the one sperm that won the race exactly no participation medal there no nope. no you got gold baby yeah talking like it's just so funny too because you can get so caught up listening to all the negativity like you said in politics and and stuff like that and i kind of think that a lot of it is a distraction absolutely to your great like the greater questions we need to ask ourselves as society and it's like we get kind of so caught up in the matrix of life and just paying bills and doing tasks and go 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 like other people like europe and places like that these bitches know what's up they're just chilling they're relaxing so many different ways to live your life Exactly. And especially now in this day and age when like, first of all, prices of everything are insane and it's like very, very hard to make a living, but also like not like the economy, but just like the political system in general, like there is so much deep, deep rooted corruption. Like I can't even get into it right now. That's a future episode, boys. Stay tuned. Like I said, we got a lot of shit to say. We have a lot of shit to say and we're just here to like be a safe space like we said to just come and chill. Yeah. You know, I think we're wondering about this. Obviously, other people are wondering about it too and we just want to keep pushing forward and keep asking ourselves these questions and I think when we start figuring out the answers to these things, I think we're going to get like one step closer to being a better society and a better group of people. Take a step back from what everybody tells you. Exactly. Everything that you read in the news, everything that you see, everything that you hear, take a step back and just be like, like use your own voice and use your own thoughts. That's that's all I got to say. And make it educational. Make an educational decision. Don't just form an opinion based on bullshit you hear on Facebook. Do some reading and do some thinking and form intelligent opinions because life is not what it seems and the world is not what it seems. And think for yourself. Be smart. SMRT. <laughs> And yeah, so I'm so glad, Abby, we got to sit down and record this episode. Me too. And yeah, I love diving into the my deep, dark neurons and pathways. <laughs> glad we got to pump out an episode before you leave me for 12 days. I know, guys, I'm going to Winnipeg. I've never been to Winnipeg. If you have any suggestions on things I should do there. Um, Are you there. going to... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm going there for almost two weeks. And yeah. So can't wait to get back. Winnipeg, I think, is the coldest city in North America. I'm pretty sure. That's awesome. Or like, I don't, maybe not this time of year, though, but like, I'm pretty sure it reaches like the record lowest temperatures. Oh, God. It's a cold place. So you better bundle up. You better go to Costco and get some undergarments. Yeah. Mine's all some layers, up. like some long underwear, some long base layers. Trousers. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for tuning in, listening to our random asses. We are, like we said, sharing one brain cell, but we are thankful that you guys tuned in. Thank you, Karen, for the cover art. Thank you, Matt Mercer, as always, for the music. And uh, this is Abby and April just signing off for signing another Signing off. Love ya. Bye.